Oh, I'm not using a particular series uh, for the class on the gospel. I'm not using a particular book. I'm not using a... uh, um, I'm using sources from many different things. It's going to be varied, changing. Um, I've been reading a lot about it for quite a while and thinking about it, but uh, it'll be probably take a different tact each week, and maybe that'll keep us more alive and encouraged and and uh, and thinking about it. I'm going to talk about what is the gospel, living the gospel, living by the gospel, proclaiming the gospel, all of those different kind of things as we go on. Now, I want you to respond back to me as we start and tell me what the gospel is, but listen very carefully. I want you to tell me what the gospel is with one word. Not two words. Not five words. Okay? I want you to, and it's going to be, I know it's hard, but I want you to summarize the gospel and what what you think you could do it in. That's fine. Bill is always keyed up and ready. And then after, after you take this one word, then you get a little bit of explanation, but I want to know why you're using this one word to summarize the gospel. Not two words, not twelve words, we get that, but one, one word uh, that you think uh, could help summarize the gospel. I think Doug has his hand up. Well, he's scratching. I'm not sure. That's because he had his hand up, and I wasn't. I wasn't calling on him, so he didn't want to be left out there. And uh... you have to start by defining the word gospel. Wait a minute. What's your one word? Truth. Oh, okay. I never heard truth. No, you didn't. But I said I, I can't. No, well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So my one word is truth. Thank you. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't stay in the prayer. <laughs> All right. So truth. Okay. And 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 one of the joys of that for us. Because we're coming at all that we find out about the gospel in God's word, which we believe is the truth. And so we, we start there and saying, well, the gospel has to be true. Or we're not gonna, there's no use in giving it, right? Or, or living it or any of the other things. Okay, Kathy? I'm sorry? Okay, and why would you say, okay, you used it, but now why, why would you say this one word could help summarize the gospel? Okay, now you've gotten to Jesus, but that didn't come out of... Okay. Okay. No, you're telling me, right? (laughs) Yeah, it, it is. I wouldn't say just Jesus per se, but it's about Jesus, certainly, and what he's done, correct? Right. So it is salvation. It's the message of salvation, right, that talks about Jesus. Okay, good. Another? Mike. Put your head in a vice? Oh, was I that bad with Kathy? Or? Oh, I'm sorry, Kathy, if I was. Love. Okay, the gospel would be, si- you're summarizing it in love, and why? Okay, to save us. The gospel is full of a message of love. 
right? Okay, good. Yes, Pat. Oh, redemption. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the gospel message is about how we are redeemed, right? How we are saved. Okay, redeemed, and it's much like Kathy's answer in a sense, salvation, right? Great. All right. Good morning, Christian. Good. You're in God's army this morning. It says army. Or, or is that army, army? <laughs> Just a nice shirt, right? Good. Good work. All right, now what, what, what we're doing here in the first part is we're just, we're, you know, the class we're beginning is about the gospel and in many different areas as we're going to touch, but we're just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm limiting people to talk about summarizing the gospel in one word only, but then you get to talk about why you've chosen that one word. So, Chris? Okay, and why would you use grace as a summary of the gospel? Yes, and that's really important for us who are Protestants and seeking to be biblical because the message of, with the different words we used, right, was salvation, right? We used um, redemption. That all of those, um, as we talk about the way it happens, is by God's initiation. It's His grace. It's not our works. And, you know, we talk about the gospel so often it has become uh, uh, what man does uh, in people's minds. Um, uh, we had some folks over at our house last night that, that we've been wanting to have for years and just started to talk about faith a little bit. We hope, you know, to follow this up and, and follow deeper. We, we know they're open now and we talk about that. When they start talking about any kind of church thing, they just oh, we're not disciplined. We're, we're, you know, it was all this work kind of stuff, right? And, uh, and, and I knew that's exactly where it would go. And so that, that's our tendency. It's always man's tendency. Good work, yeah. Anybody else has one word? Okay, Bill? Freedom. Okay. Okay, because of the gospel, um, we can live um, because of Christ's finished work. We don't have to do that. Now, now we do have works. It comes naturally, Ephesians 2, 8, 10, because of the gospel. Okay. Tim? Okay, and why? Okay. And, and the whole initiation of God bringing the gospel and salvation comes through the incarnation. We have to have that without Christ's perfect life and finished sacrifice. You know, there, there is not. So, yeah. So that, and, you know, it, although the, the gospel really begins, uh, and we'll even look at that, Genesis 3.15 in that first promise, we kind of see it fulfilled in the beginning of Christmas when we think about all that. Okay, now I'm going to change some. You started with one word, but now, does anybody have a stopwatch? Oh, Doug, can you be our timer? 
Okay, and, and when you speak, it, Pat can time you if you show her how to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I bet someone else has a stopwatch if Doug isn't answering. Anyhow, um, in talking in normal language, normal speech patterns for you. Okay? And you might stop and think about this, but what, how could you summarize the truths of the gospel in 30 seconds or less? Okay, what are the main points? So you have to be thinking, right? And we're thinking, what is the, we're trying to think about what is this gospel, right? We try to have one word that would kind of summarize it. But, you know, suppose someone's going to die in 30 seconds. Deathbed confession. Or you're going to leave somebody. And they just want to know, or in a quick comment, what is this gospel I hear about? Right? Do you know the main points? You know? Could you get there in 30 seconds without going, you know? And, and the reason we're, we're doing this and thinking about this, right, so that, so that what we want to get at some point, and, and we're not, this isn't a gospel program. I don't want you to have something that everybody can use as a canned approach to tell others about what redemption is, right, what salvation is what the incarnation is, right? But that you, eventually, I hope one of the things that's going to happen is we have this, this uh, outline in our, our mind, at least of the main points, so that we could exactly, we could really tell people what it is uh, to be saved, what it is. So, think about it for a minute. And if anybody wants to try in 30 seconds, Doug is willing to be the official timer. No takers? Going once. It's okay if we don't. Going twice. Going three times. Now, it's interesting. I thought, you know, some people might come up with some. Um, But isn't it interesting? Something that's so important to us. And, and understand it's the whole Bible, right? Right. The Bible redemption is talked about from beginning to end, and 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 hopefully we're friendly here, right? We love each other, and we learn to love each other, right? We're not out in a hostile place, right? But how could we bring up an outline in our minds if we're in a hostile place, right? It's just, yeah. I'm, as Mike says, I don't mind only putting my head in a vice, but I'll give an answer. You know, <laughs> Thanks, but I mean, really, right? I mean, and so here we are, right? And we should be able to do that. We should have the, that in there. Not because, oh, I have to give the gospel. But that good news, redemption and salvation is so joyous, you know, that, that, that it should, I'll get to you, Mary. It, it should be on our lips, right? I mean, we, we should have it. We should be thinking about it. It should be a part of us. And yet, you know, we... At least right now, except Mary might be, might might have gotten her breath and said, "Okay, pressure's off. Now I can bring up something." Are you going to try, Mary? Great. Don't. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, wait a minute. 
we, we're gonna, we're gonna, well, I'll give you the official signal so you can, but try to talk in normal breath, language, like breaths, but you know, you're gonna leave someone, they're leaving you, but they just say, you know, I'm glad I met you, you're a Christian, but, but what is this gospel that you're talking about? Okay? So, ready? Set, go. Yeah. No, thank you. You help the class, I'd have 15 minutes of nothing. No, no, it's, <laughs> I've got it covered. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, and, and the reason to have this, okay, is not to say, okay, everybody go, I don't want to feel guilty if the ever pastor ever calls again, I'm going to have it and I want to come to Sunday school. It's not that. But this, this redemption, this salvation, this relationship we have with God Almighty, and uh, and having to come, you know, we we should be able to have that whole thing in our heads so that we could share with someone, you know. And understand what I'm really asking for is kind of an outline right and that'll be something we'll, we'll be thinking about using words and, and all that kind of stuff but, um, but, but thank you Mary for, for going. Now Doug were you timing telling us your official time or did you have you were going to go? You had your hand no, raised. I was going to okay. on, on the exercise mm-hmm. just that the reason why I can't give it is because it would require an assumption part of the listener of identification of words that we just said here. And I think you know, one of the problems that we have historically in evangelism when we go to the, the stereotype sandwich board guy that has the word repenting and is near, so he's already used a word that a lot of people don't understand what it means, so the message is lost for lack of identification. And this is the problem we have with sort of bullet evangelism. evangelism that tries to do something quickly but doesn't allow for substantial interaction with the person. So we could we in this room could could give a 30 second explanation based on John 3.16 um, and that our sin, our need for salvation, all this. But that is not in itself an evangelistic sentence that I would ever say to anybody because I would, I would have to know before I did that exactly where they are in terms of understanding words. Because even just a word like God is not understood today. And Bible is not understood as having authority. So quoting scripture is useless unless you have a person who has an understanding of what the Bible is all about. And that's why evangelism takes time. Yes. I would, I would change my question to this, that I think it's helpful. What would be a good outline we would have in our own minds so that we get, we get through the points? Because, yes, I don't want to have a canned thing because the can doesn't work for everybody else. Everybody else is different. Um, one of the interesting things just to think about when I'm trying to get here 
is not the gospel is not our own testimony okay we tend to think of the gospel as our testimony that is part of what happened as a result of the gospel it might be part of what we use but often our own testimony doesn't have many points of what the actual story of redemption is at all it's just how God intervened in our story it's, it's nice to have it's helpful to explain the gospel it's helped to see how the gospel fits in but often it's not much of the gospel at all it's our response to the gospel and our own personal response to the gospel may not be right <laughs> so we, we can't I'm not asking for your testimony here but I'm asking, what is this redemption? What is this salvation? How do you, what are the main points of it? Okay. Um, go ahead. classes on the gospel right where I just feel bludgeoned or guilty <laughs> um, afterwards um, oh I'm not sharing it enough and, and I'm, I'm not desirous of that at all but I'm desirous of us knowing what we believe and being able to, to share that in just those kind of situations with others kind of the summary and the emergency thing God may use but but just is part of life that we are speakers of the gospel but, and so uh, you know one of the things I hope to do I mean and, and, and one of the, you know, I've been thinking about this ever since I've been here I, I came with some people I met right in the beginning and, and started being more bold with the gospel and then I just started living in the community and being busy with the church and so now Marg and I are purposing uh, and this is something we'll talk about in the future but to have you know at least have if we can one neighbor over a quarter you know that's so little right I mean that's the, the leadest the, the, the smallest thing and develop a, slow down our church relationship so that we can be Christians in a sense <laughs> that doesn't make you know but we don't get around our neighbors we don't purpose to do that and I was shocked because I thought in the midst of all our schedules the two of our neighbors particularly we thought about we wouldn't be able to get with except for months because of schedules and so I knew the class was coming I wanted to do it just because I didn't want to be a fool you know, I wanted to be you know, part of what I'm doing and I believe in it you know, I'm the pastor I want to encourage everybody else. And, and both people we called up this week the one said yes we set it set up and, and they got, the one got sick and had to go to the hospital literally had to go to the hospital the ambulance came so we called the other one and they were able to come last night you know I never thought you know I thought oh you know everybody's got a bit they, it, and, the, and it was like oh my you know and then we're starting to open our mouths and we haven't gotten beat up you know we might you know but you know but, but 
I must confess, I get so busy with the church and all that, I miss the people around me and, the, and sharing the gospel. I want to have it. Um, and, and, and if it's that important to us and joyous, it should be a part. Not that we're going to come and say, okay, who shared this week? <laughs> you know, Not that. But, but this story of redemption and our salvation and our relationship with Christ is, is, is the only thing that's going to last forever. And it's the only thing that's really important, ultimately. A lot of people had their hands up, I forget. So, you, you know, it wasn't, I was trying to think of what I was saying. So if you have, there were some hands up, where are they? Okay. Patricia. say yes and no okay and I want to be careful with that okay the gospel is not our testimony our testimony is a reaction to the gospel it's helpful to get to the gospel and all of our arguments and explaining of things aren't the gospel the gospel is the power unto salvation which is in the scriptures and we have to get the people to the scriptures and only God can give them faith or believing in it but it's this scripture message that is the power as it says in Romans 1.16 you know is the power unto salvation so we have to get them there but we might have but what you're saying is is now with so many people things a whole knowledge base of knowledge they don't even get there because they don't even have that anymore it's not part of the culture it's not part of what they grew up with and so we have to build that often with people and explain the words and all that yes but understand a lot of people then say because we're we're in a culture that doesn't understand everything then we stop using the bible right and we can't we can't do that because that's where that is the message that's that is where the gospel is might yes may may exactly or, or um, uh, and I need to read more of his stuff um, and just started to but Tim Keller has done a good job at Redeemer in New York of, of, of taking biblical words and contextualizing them and understand how to get people from one place to the other he does that real well Mark did you have your hand raised? 
Eventually. And then the other thing I want to say about that my neighbor that we invited this week to come, I think it was just a wake up call for Jerry and I. We invited them and they were going to come two days later. And Jerry gets up. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah, let me, Wednesday morning, I mean, Wednesday we asked them, right? They're going to come Friday. I get up to take my trash out before an early meeting. It was at like 5.30 in the morning. I'm taking my trash out, and at this neighbor, two houses away, we invited. The ambulance is there with the fire truck, right? And it was like, oh, my. <laughs> We've been meeting to, to meet, meet with them, you know, for a year. You know, we thought, they're open, you know, they're ready. And so we just keep our own schedule and do a lot. And, we, and by God's grace, the lady lived, you know, and, and is recovering and all the rest. And we hope, you know, God knows all this. I mean, if they would have died, we understand the sovereignty of God and all that. But it just put on our minds, you know, that, you know, that, that, that we can all die tomorrow. Right? And all of our neighbors. And, and, and that we're talking about eternal and the, and the really important things here. Right? Uh, so, thank you, Mark. Creed was used in the early church for catacombs when people came to Christ, then building on them the basics of the faith. This is what Christianity is. And so, um, yeah, I think it has the truths in it, but I wouldn't use that as, as that, like, like that per se. Yeah. Go ahead. Greg? My Thank you. 
is to get us past have us have a comfortability get us being past being good neighbors and nice people you know that's, that is a living gospel but most often people don't come to Christ it's when they have that confrontation and they might get mad that you've told them the truth about their soul that's God's business and we might not do this very well God knows he's using clay jars crackpots Right, but that's the way he's chosen to do it. So we're going to mess it up. We'll never have a perfect gospel presentation. And God, you know, most, many of us, we really talked about how we came to Christ in the gospel presentation. It probably wasn't even that good. But God used something out of it, you know, in his perfect timing that someone opened their mouth and we got that word or something he brought to our hearts. You know, we're the means even as poorly as we do it. Um, and, and um, you know, I... Ha- I mean, I don't understand this. I'm not sure if I should do it, but weekly, almost this summer, I, I, I think I could say weekly with a comment, I've had people stop, and I'm out cutting the grass or raking or painting. People stop and say, what a nice place you have. Right? Now, I don't want to be, I get frustrated because I don't want to be known as the person with a nice place. You know, like I'm spending all of my time and my life on my place. You know, but they're noticing something there about my life, right? Okay, and I, and I have these people there to talk with them. Well, I want to talk to them about, and so I'm starting to ask, well, where do you live? <laughs> you know, because they've stopped and say that. I could invite them over then, you know. So our living, at some point, you know, I'm a nice person. I break up my yard and people like maybe keeps up the house values, you know. <laughs> right? But that's, I don't want to be known for that, right? But I want to, I want to take that, that traction, and move it into, you know, a relationship because I care for more than that. Yeah. Go ahead, Mary. chapters in the Bible? 66 books? Yeah. Oh, okay. All those short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
The reason I want us to have a succinct outline in our mind at some point when the class is done is so that when we do it, we don't become paralyzed, but we know what the main points sort of go over. What, what, how do you get, what is the story, what is the story of redemption? And I could use Hosea 14 today, which I'm preaching on. The, the gospel is right there. I mean, I could, I could use that, I could read that story and tell it to anybody and bring up the gospel in it. Uh, and, and the story of redemption is all throughout scripture and we could use little snippets. Greg likes to use that parable, right? And he can get to the, to the points there. Right? Oh, no, you're not. I, I'm just using this as a, as a thing for us. Do we even... Suppose you had an hour and you would tell someone more than your story. Right? Your story is a part of how you responded to the gospel. But could you tell them the story of redemption? Right? Would you know the main points so that you don't just hang out on one, but work your way through it? Right? And that's the reason for having it. Or it might be a, 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 a four or five times with someone. Right? But you're going over the, the points. Right? Um, we've got three hands in this order. <laughs> Let's start with you. men are sinful. Yes. Right. Two, the remedy provided for the elect in Jesus Christ covenant of one, God provides a savior incarnation, which we talked about. Right? The third one, the means appointed to make them partakers of this covenant. And last one, faith. Yes. The Repentance and faith. Salvation. Right? So you have four. You, you, can, you can learn the stories of all those four, but you have, it's under four points. Right? So, Christian? Um, I'm just, I'm very, I don't know, I, maybe it's an unhealthy view of evangelism, but um, the, one, the one thing that, that keeps hitting me in the head is just when Christ says, uh, and this is how they shall know that you are my disciples, is the love that you have for one another. And although like it doesn't have to do with like the gospel, it has everything to do with the gospel. Um, in the sense of we don't work on our relationships with each other in the church, no matter how much we say to that person, they're gonna come into the church and a lot of people 
don't become believers because they see what's going on within the church. And and um, and I understand that there's grace there, and and that uh, you know it's it's only by God's grace that you know people come back to the church or, or stay within the church. But um, I think to have a proper view of the gospel, we have to start by loving one another. Because only then will the light start to become a little bit brighter. Will the potato chips be a little bit saltier? Well, I agree, but that's not the class. Yeah. And and one of the joys for me, Christian, as I was talking to you just this week, you said one of the reasons you came back here is because you were loved, right? So it's not that we're loving perfectly, and you're right, but that's a whole class unto yourself. But all that love, they'll just know they're a bunch of lovely people, right? And that needs to back up what we say. But the question is, what? How do we get to this summary of the gospel? So well, you. I just want to make sure that we don't get to our, our summary and then we're just, If there's no reality, if there's no reality to our faith working out in the body of Christ, we're in trouble, yeah. right? And it's all empty. Yeah. You're exactly right. But but I think the thing is, and I'm I'm the pastor, right? I've spent two and a half years in the community building the church, encouraging people who are Christians, but not gospeling, <laughs> you know, not taking, not spreading that good news, uh, particularly. Now I'm going to, I got orders here, so you keep your hands going, but I, let me think, whatever, Joe, you were the next one. Mm-hmm. And right, right. And have it in your mind. It's and you're thinking about it. And it's and 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 I've I've just more and more become so in love with the gospel. I, I'm waking up joyful every day. I, I mean, this is a whole different discussion, but it will be because it's about the gospel. I've spent a lot of my Christian life waking up depressed every day because I I wasn't doing everything I needed to do. I wasn't preaching the gospel that I first came to Christ in about freedom to myself. And then doing the things I need to do because I'm so free and loved. You know? And uh, as more I'm getting excited about my own being loved by God and, and His amazing grace, even though I'm a Christian, He keeps His amazing grace to me. I want to tell that to other people. It becomes more important than my yard. It becomes more important than my car. It becomes more, you know... And so, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be encouraged to be thinking about that and spread it because, because that's what's important. And as older I get, you know, I don't know how many more years I got. Right, my daughter's getting married. I, I'm feeling my aches and pains. Right, what am I really going to pass on? But all this other stuff is nice, but you know, the gospel's what's important. It really is, and. Uh, 
and how do we so it, so this is not going to be a class to club you over the head you know I'm going to even give you some assignments to hopefully help you but it's not it's not we're not going to come and check your guns every week your gospel guns and see if you've got a couple notches on them you know but maybe we'll be encouraged that that God gave us the grace then we can share those things with each other and, and talk about our fear but God intervened and the message went out and who, he, he's in charge of it but I, I did what because I love him so much I'm starting to that's that's what we want to do right and so don't you know I have to think you know oh, I'm not going to have gospel stories to come back here we're not worried about that but we're worried about doing what we are you know how do we do what we are and how do we become more excited about that who we are as being in Christ and being people of the gospel I'm not sure with the hand so I'm going to repeat hand so I'm going to go over to Jerry over here Okay, so confess to the Lord, Lord, I'm a complete moron in doing this. And he says, yeah, you are. And he says, but I'm so in love with you, I want to know how to share it. So you're in a great place. He's brought you to this place where he's allowing you to have these opportunities, you know. So, you know, you know, that's why you have a Savior. He's in charge of that. You know, I... I I, at the end of my, I, I beat myself up for a week. Um, because at the end of my daughter's wedding, everybody had these microphones and their new people are talking and stuff. And, and I'd given the sermon and all of that. And I didn't, at, at the reception, not at the wedding, at the reception. And then people are telling the stories about them and stuff. And we hosted the thing, you know, and it, it was a kind of in a big room it wasn't a sit down dinner but you know, everybody was enjoying themselves but I, at that point because I had done the message and stuff I didn't want to get in there with all our friends and take it over and stuff but at the end I beat myself up for a week because I didn't stop and just look at Chris and Kate and tell them how proud we are of them and all that kind of stuff 
And I'll never have that opportunity again in my life. At least I hope she's not getting married again. And you know, and, and uh, unless you know Chris dies or something. But uh, but you know. Uh, I'll never have that. I completely blow. And, and we were going on vacation afterwards. I just kept my oh, Mark. I, I, uh, and I told some other people about it. I'll, I'll never, my whole life, have this opportunity. I just said, oh God. And he said, yeah, you're putts, aren't you? <laughs> but I love you, you know. And Christ has died for you. And enjoy the day. And I confessed that to my daughter, you know. And she just said, oh Dad, you guys just loved us the whole time. And and you know, she didn't even think about it, you know. But I was all. And, and yeah, if I could go back and do it again, and I'd look at him in the eye and I'd say, oh, how proud of you, and I'm excited about, you know. But I lost it, and and I, you know. But but that's why Christ died for me because I'm a putz, and I, you know, and I get into heaven, I'll be a perfect putz, you know. Be, but you know, but you know, that's I, I can live there, but I can just say I confess it and go on, and yeah, you blew it. So it should open your eyes about how great the thing is, and you did speak. You didn't. You weren't dumb in the sense of not speaking. Right? So you did. But, you know, God uses even our fumbling things. That's the amazing, because He's the one who's doing it. He just chooses to use people like us. You know? And sort of find just joy in it. You know, and, and the situation you have, because you're like, Mark, you know, having had breast cancer and stuff, right? You have instant access, right, with so many people. And, and Mark's real story is not just that she's had it twice and stuff. But the real story for me is she was never terrified in all of this. And her story is, yeah, I have this, but you know, my life's going to end anyhow. And here's what's really important. You know? We're getting, what class is going to get there? Yeah, we're going to get there. But understand that we, it... it like the four spiritual laws, God has used that dramatically. But it's terrible. God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. No, he really doesn't as far as, the, you know, if you're people think of the world, I'm going to be rich and famous. That's why we have all these churches. That, you know, often, you know, the people come to Christ get martyred. <laughs> That's what's happening in the third world, you know. It's, it's not so wonderful. His best life for you isn't now, it's later. <laughs> you know. Um, so, so yeah, we can get those, and we need. And that's part of how we started today was asking about that thing. And I'm going to read one or two of them as we're ending here. But we're going to get to all that. But the, what we want to find in this class is just the joy of the gospel, and how are the diff- How do we live it? How do we begin to share it? What is it? And we'll have those, and we need them. I really think we need them. You know, I I just need to have those steps in my mind. You know, and we'll get there. But, but, but the fact that you are so amazed that God loves you, and you understand your sinfulness and, and and the love of Christ and who He is, and that He died for you and other sinners, and you start sharing that with others, you know, that God uses that. He just does. But, but, but. So, I think that's where we're going. Okay. Uh, in the in the back, and then here and here. Okay. Really, people are are down. 
by those religious laws and rituals. They're not Christian. And they live a life that is very much in the world of work. Um, so, you know, we have that message. We need our lives to live that way because, you know, we are we are Christians. And, um, you know, look at New England. New England was a, a place of great churches, right? Wherever the churches become secular, comments and I'm going to cut my message in half and, uh, and but that's great it, it really is but I'm going to give you a couple of little summaries just to get your, your, your teeth wet and your, and your appetites hungry or whatever but um, um, so Mike and then Jeff Oh yeah, and and what Mike is talking about here because he's told me the story and I want to go sum it up because of our get our time. But the guy was a, a neat Christian guy, but it was during the time the guy was really struggling with his faith and all that kind of stuff. And he was honest with Mike and he was saying, I know my faith is true, but, but I'm struggling. He wasn't living it very well and he was running to Christ and Mike saw that and he saw hope in it. But it was a terrible witness that it was, a, it's, you know, that's the amazing thing about God. What I, what I was thinking about with what, uh, what was said, and, and for you, Jerry, is, is this. What's, what's tend to happen when you talk about evangelism in the past is people take this verse in the Old Testament unless the watchman speaks you know the town is going to be lost you know and the town, he didn't speak up and so the city was invaded and broken and we think oh I didn't get out there and share my gospel and so that person was lost and you can do that you know I had a terrible witness for this person who asked me but God in his sovereign plan knew of your weakness and frailty and that you would bumble out a few words and I'm sure you did better than that because you care about people and he'll use those as part of the whole plan in that person's life and we should get better because he calls us to do that and to testify but you know say Lord thank you for the opportunity I blew it help me learn better next time you know and, it, and, and find the joy in it uh, you know because you're forgiven you know and even you confess it and, you know, he's going to call who he's going to call I'm not going to be a hyper Calvinist because we're not saying we don't have to witness you know, God's going to be sovereign and call people. No, He uses our bumblings, but we want to get, we want to be better bumblers. You know, <laughs> we want to find joy in it and and all that. Joe.
it was at every sporting event. Not just kind of how he did it, but. <laughs> You know, and, 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 and if I got the guy, I'd probably shoot him, you know, because of it. But, but in God's providence, you know, I would not recommend that, right? And, 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 and in fact, all that. But, you know, probably in God's providence, there are some people who open up their Bibles and read it. And God, God you know, he uses, he uses even our goofiness and what even may be sin, you know, but, or just our stumblings. You know, in wondrous ways. I'm going to give you two summaries because we had talked about that. Uh, the one is from Melanchthon. Now, is there a, a church history in here, historian here who can tell me who he is? I forget who he is. So I didn't look it up. I didn't have time. But he's one of the early guys. He's, yeah. Oh, there's our historian. You snuck in back there. So, uh, he was... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Thank you. Here's his summary. One one sentence, and it, and it's not enough. And and the gospel is the gratuitous promise of the remission of sins for Christ's sake. Okay. So in that, if you memorize that little, he says this, the gospel is the gratuitous promise of the remission of sins for Christ's sake. I mean, just that little line, you get a lot of this stuff for what you need, right? Let me read you another one, and and if you listen to podcasts or want to get them, one that I've been listening to recently, I think they've matured and grown and it's been helpful to me, but it's called The White Horse Inn, Michael Horton, and... uh, and uh, they were talking about the gospel and they went around to the, to the national religious broadcasters and asked people what the, broad, what the gospel was and they couldn't come up with it. You know, people who sell Christian books and do all that, you know. Um, but he when, he, when he was just speaking, he brought up these four points. Jesus Christ is God who assumed our flesh. He lived the perfect life in our place under the law and fulfilled it perfectly. He bore our debt for having broken the law. He was then raised on the third day for our justification. Um, I'm not going to read it again. If you want it, you can just give me a little piece of paper with it on it. I'd be glad to send you that summary if if that's what you'd really like. We're going to be working through this. um, Mark Deaver. uh, Is it Deaver or Dever? Anybody know for sure? What's that? Okay, tomato, tomato, diver, or Dever. <laughs> but, but anyhow, he, he has a... Okay, stop. <laughs> Mark, Pastor Mark in Washington. <laughs> he, uh, he has a good a, a summary that's helped me in his book on personal evangelism. But, uh, you know, we're going to enjoy this. I hope we'll enjoy this time and God will just encourage us uh, to be so wondrously happy about the gospel um, and we realize that's what's ultimately important um, yeah and, and you know you guys who are Patriots fans enjoy them today if they're playing you know but you know I'm not saying you know yeah, we're not against the Patriots or we're not against 
uh, beer and drunk and in a moderation. We're not against your family. And that's all great things. That's all not going to last. You know, enjoy those good gifts of God, but the gospel, our redemption, our salvation is what's joyous. And, and, uh, and so we need to... I, could, I can tell people about some new thing I've bought I'm really excited about. In fact, you know, I, I think I helped uh, uh, Victor and his family probably buy a... Uh, um, uh, GPS, right? I was showing them our GPS. I hardly ever get as excited about the gospel as I was about the GPS. <laughs> you know? And I went away from there thinking, yeah, I could sell GPSs, man. I could, I could make a, I could be a billionaire. I was so excited. And, and yet, the very thing that really is important to me, I, anyhow, that was my conviction. And, um, if you're into memorizing verses, no, I didn't. I said I had it, but I didn't. Um, I don't have it with me. I have it. Free future. Colossians 1.23, part of it is just a verse that I'm memorizing that's just helpful for me right now, thinking about the gospel. It's not explaining the gospel, but it's just trying to get my, my head around it and be happy because I'm in Christ. Colossians 1.23 and it's just a portion of it I'm memorizing because my memorizer isn't as good as it used to be that's my excuse but I'm still doing it anyhow Colossians 1.23 and just part of it here it says continue in the faith stable and steadfast not shifting from the hope of the gospel the hope of the gospel is heaven really you know that's, that's where my treasure is and my pleasure and I want to remain stable and steadfast in that. Yeah, I'll, I enjoy my GPS. Jill, that's her name. That's who talks to me. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You have Jack. And uh, the Yos have Jack. I don't know who you have. But my joy is in the hope of the gospel. And I want to continue stable and steadfast in the faith and the hope of the gospel. Let's pray. Father, we pray that as we continue in this class that uh, we would uh, just treasure and pleasure our redemption, our salvation, the gospel, the good news, the euangelion. And it would just be a part of us. It would be natural, not forced, not I've got to do this, but because we're, we love you and you love us. Father, um, may we learn to be encouragers of each other in this and our stories of your faithfulness. We thank you that we all do have a story here in Christ of how the good news has affected us. That, uh, that Christ, your Son, has perfectly paid for our sins um, before we came to you, as we came to you, and all of them in the future. And may we find our joy in there for Christ's sake and glory. Amen.